This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. Last week, we had a great conversation around asking the question of what's more important, a Facebook page or a website for your church? And we ended on the fact that your website is probably more important overall than a Facebook page. Although Facebook has its purpose and it's a beautiful way to reach new people and actually continue to reach your people with maybe making the sermon last longer than just the 45 minutes you taught, or hey, maybe do doing some encouraging posts to help get your people through the week. A website is terrific because it systematically lets you put the information that you want people to see and find in one easy spot to do it, whether it's sermons, giving, maybe an FAQ, who your leadership is. Either way, if you want to systematically have certain information where people need to find it, Facebook is probably not the answer. Rather, a website is probably the answer. So today we're going to take that conversation and maybe take it to that next level. All right. We're going to ask the question of what is the most important parts of your church's homepage? In fact, we're going to talk about the ingredients that, you know, you need to put together to make a good church website homepage. You know, just like if you're making cookies or brownies or whatever other food that you want to make, you have to know what the ingredients are before you can successfully put those into something that people like, enjoy, and will actually eat. So today we're going to talk about the five ingredients that you need to have have on your church's homepage of the website. Ingredient number one is a modern navigation menu. Now, here's what I mean by that, right? Very quickly, when I go on to any website, I can generally guess the age of when that website was built based solely on the navigation style that is on the website. A lot of older websites that were built probably around 10 years ago normally have like a blue background or some sort of background with a little bit of a grunge texture over it with a banner across the top or a bunch of clickable menus. But that's not really how websites in general are made. Today, a lot of people have menus that are across the top over a big picture or a hamburger menu or in a very clean and tasteful way for let people find information that they need. And talking about information that they need, that's another thing you need to think about when it comes to a modern navigation for your website. You know, I was just on a church website page today, actually, a church down in central Indiana. And if you go to their website right there on the menu, it has, you know, your home leadership about. But then I had about maybe 15 other things that aren't relative at all to what that church is going on. Now, obviously, there's some things that are there are important that they want your people that they want their people to find rather. But it's not stuff that should be on necessarily a website homepage navigation. In fact, this is just a little tidbit, a, a, a rule of the trade that I've discovered over the last couple of years. But when someone first comes to the website, if you give someone too many options, they actually won't know what to click on. Instead, you probably should systematize what, how you want your page layouts to be and put those under five categories, whether that put it under your about page, maybe a resources tab, maybe the ministries tab, servant page, giving page. Either way, you don't want to have a thousand different clicks that people want to do, they want to be able to go on your website and quickly find what they are looking for. The second ingredient for the website homepage that you need to have is a very strong visual presence right when people hop onto the webpage. You know, when websites were built, again, probably about 10, maybe even five years ago, one of the super popular things was a sliding header that just scrolled through the various announcements that are going on in the church. That's not how modern websites are built. What your church needs to have on your website to make an impact for people who actually walk on, or actually not walk on, because you can't walk on a website, but show up on your website is one strong image with a tagline. 
Now, this strong image symbolizes one very key important thing, and that is what you want the people who visit your website to know. Our church's website has a picture of kids from VBS with a blue overlay, because we put blue on everything, and we're all about impacting the, our community for Jesus and the next generation for Jesus. So on our homepage, right when you load, there's a picture of kids enjoying the VBS. Another website that I recently built is a very historic building that so many people recognize once they see the building. So we put a picture of their building right there when people first got onto the website. So whatever you want people to know right when they get on the website should be right there when it loads, whether it's maybe kids, maybe it's a picture from your worship service, maybe it's a picture of your pastor preaching, maybe it's a picture of people in small groups or in Bible studies or in Sunday school, whatever you want people to do, you want them to see that first picture and think to themselves, wow, this church actually has something to offer here that I want to be a part of. The third ingredient for a successful church website is you need to say what your mission and your vision is on the website. Now, right now, <laughs> you're probably already thinking, Mark, our, our mission's very, very simple. It's what Jesus told us to do. It's to go make disciples, baptize people, teach them the ways of Jesus, and change the ends of the earth. That's what we're called to do as the church. But every church kind of has their own flavor on how they do that. You know, maybe your church focus is primarily on impacting one life at a time, like what our church is. is. In fact, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm even wearing our One Life at a Time shirt. That's what we are all about at Southside. So we right off the bat, we have impacting our world, our community, individuals, one life at a time. Maybe your church, however, is more of a sending church. So maybe your tagline is more along the lines of making disciples of Jesus and planting other churches to do the same. Maybe yours is more the fact of we want to look after the widows and orphans, and this is how we do that. Either way, when someone lands on your website, most likely they're new and they're looking for a church and they want to know just what your church is all about and what you have to offer, not necessarily your family, but to the community at large. And if you tell people what your mission and your vision and your values are as a church, the chances of making someone actually just a website visitor and converting them into an actual guest family in your church might be made or break based on just where you put your mission and, mission and vision statements. Every church has one, even if you want to admit it or not, but what is the main tagline that your church uses and you want to put that somewhere on your website's homepage? The fourth ingredient that you need on a successful website homepage is simply pictures of your church people. You know, if you go onto a website right now and you see what's called stock images, maybe it's just plants or various peoples or images that are obviously not from your church, people recognize that really, really fast. When people go onto your church website, they want to see pictures of people that maybe look just like them, talk just like them, see what people are dressed like, what your worship service is like, what type of people you are reaching. When people go to your website, they want to see people that maybe look like them or maybe what they want to look like. So for you as trying to engage someone who just happened upon your church's website, to engage them and pull them in is to show them real pictures from your congregation. Now, you don't necessarily need to go out there and hire a photographer and spend the hundreds and maybe even thousands of dollars to get so many different pictures all across your campus. Maybe it's as simple as 
Tell a little 14-year-old to walk around with their iPhone and take pictures of the worship service and what's going on. They don't need to be perfect, but people want to see pictures of your church family gathering together and worshiping. They want to see if they have kids. Are there going to be kids like there for me? You say you have children's church, but what does it look like? What do the rooms look like? What's going on here? People want to see pictures of your people, and if you don't have those on the homepage of your website, the chances of them just leaving your website and not clicking any farther greatly increases. The fifth and final piece of a successful homepage is actually give people relative information that they actually want and need. Again, I probably have said this five times in this episode and many more times in all the other episodes, but the people who go to your website are most likely visitors or seekers of your church, and they have questions about your church. And if you bury basic information that they're looking for and it's not on your homepage, they might be very confused. You might be thinking, okay, Mark, so what is the basic information that we should have on a website for someone who's new? Right off the bat, this is something that a lot of marketers talk about, but isn't talked about much with churches, and that's a basic call to action. In other words, right when someone gets to your website, have a button where, or maybe a in your navigation, going back to that, a little button that just says, I'm new, or what to expect. That way, they can be taken to a different page where it lists off the basic FAQ. Maybe there's a welcome letter from the pastor, maybe a preview of what they're going to experience when they walk into your church on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night or even a Wednesday night. Basically, this one webpage was... It's buried a little bit in the website, but it was quickly found by one basic call to action. But the other basic information that people want to know is where are you located? What times are your services? Do you have something for the kids? Or do you guys just get together, sing some old songs, and then maybe talk a little bit and leave? There's information that people are looking for, and if you don't make it easily accessible for people to find, they're not going to go looking for it. People honestly need to be spoon-fed information if they want to take, if or if rather you want them to take that next step and actually get them into your church. Now, I know I went through this really fast, <laughs> and I always say I want to try to keep these things under 10 minutes so that way you can get on with your day. But here are those five ingredients again. Now, how you lay these out on your website that's completely up to you. Or if you hire a web developer, completely up to them. But if you don't have these five things on your church's homepage, the chances of someone actually going farther in your website is, is pretty low. Well, hey guys, that's all the time that I got. I would love to see you guys back next week to continue these conversations. But hey, if you have any questions that you have for me about church media, I would love to answer those as well. Hit me up in the comment section, write me an email, hello at markhide.com. And I'd love to answer those questions. But until next time, guys, take it easy.